Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Behind the Wheel podcast. My name is Dan, as always, and tonight I am joined by Trucking with James. How all are right, you, mate? How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. Causing me to stay up late. Yeah, my bad. My bad. <laughs> I have a I have a two year old son, and he's and I literally don't get to sit down until he's in bed. Yeah, I feel you, mate. I feel you. I do feel for you. Because we've, uh, like we just said before we hit record, I've got kids as well. So it's just, it's chaos in it when you've got other priorities at home and little old me here on podcasting, me truck in a truck stop is less of an, less of a priority. Your kids are priority, know. aren't they? So. Two days a week sounds pretty nice for, <laughs> for <to me. laughs> <laughs> Do you know what, right? I, I always say this to everybody. And when you said, oh, can we do it on a Wednesday? I have football on a Wednesday with yeah. my lad. And from the moment I get home to about eight, nine o'clock at night, I just, I don't stop. It is literally just home. I've got to sort the kids out with the missus. My missus, what makes it worse, and it's not her fault by any means, my missus is back at college on a Mm. Wednesday. So she's in college till nine o'clock. So there's literally just like me. Yeah. So it's just carnage in the house. Yeah. Um, My my missus works, my missus works uh, three days a week. So, for those three days, my, well, most most of my daily routine is go to work, come home from work, do tea, um, play with my little boy, sort sort little bits and stuff out for work tomorrow, and then literally just entertain him until about eight o'clock, and then he goes to bed, and I'm like, I can sit down now, like properly. <laughs> I can breathe. Do you know what my my lad said to me the other day when I got home? I was like that. Because we've not long had a puppy. <coughs> Excuse me. And I said, oh, I said, come on. When I picked him up from school, I was like, come on, we need to take the dog for a, like, at least half hour, 45 minutes. And he's like, oh, but I'm knackered. I was like, mate, what do you think I am? I was like, I, I've got to deal with you two and the house. He said, yeah, but you sit down all day. And I thought, I wanted to fucking kill him. <laughs> that, is, that is genuinely the most heard phrase that, that well that I ever hear it's it's you just sit down all day I don't I really don't I, f- I think a lot of people don't understand how mentally draining driving is no they don't um, no they don't no they don't I mean take today for example I left the yard at four I've been down to Digcott across to Melksham and then back up to Chesterfield it's like nine hours 15 minutes drive all, all in all with two brakes and i'm knackered yeah. like, you know what i mean it's yeah you're driving yeah and i am sat down and i do get that I, i'll take that fully on board that i'm driving and i am sat down but like you just said then you know i'm mentally exhausted yeah. it's just to concentrate for that length yeah, of time yeah i really don't think a lot of people realize no no and that's that's what people need educated yeah. on yeah for sure definitely right anyway Let's get into you. Tell me about you. Uh, how did you start and what did you do well, for work? Uh, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, a lot of people, I've heard a lot of people obviously say, like you, um, that one of the reasons why they got into sort of this industry is is because of, I don't know, your parents or your uncles were, were, were lorry drivers and, and you've always, you know, been interested in it in, in sort of that, that, that sort of type of mindset. But, Mine was more just um, I've had no one in my family 
no one in my family has ever been a truck driver. I'm, I'm technically the first generation, if you want to put it that way. And um, I, I, I used to do care work and uh, I was a chef. So I was working two jobs, sort of part-time hours, but both of them together, I was working a lot of hours and I hated it. I just needed something sort of steady and just sort of Monday yeah. to Friday, um, steady income sort of thing. And uh, someone I knew worked for a company that was offering out apprentice apprenticeships uh, to, to get your HGV. And I thought, I like driving. You know, I like driving my car and stuff. I thought, I'll just give it a go. And uh, so I took the apprenticeship. It was a year. It was a year's apprenticeship. Uh, got my HGV. Not going to lie that the lot that I was doing multi-drop pallet work didn't really didn't enjoy it personally. It just weren't for me. Uh, so I was thinking about leaving and then I got offered the job I'm doing now, which is a, a hiring sales company delivering scaffolding. Uh, and mm. I wouldn't leave. Like I love it. Um, and, and that's, that's the, yeah. sim- that's the simplest way I can put it really. I, I weren't, I, was, I never wanted to be a lorry driver, but here I am. Just going back to your point <clears throat> on Pallet Network uh, many years ago, because I've been driving a long time. I started on Class 2, and I did Pallet work and multi-drop. And how fucking awful yeah. is it? Draining. <laughs> I'll tip my hat, and I, I genuinely real right? Anybody that does it, and anybody that's listening to this that does it, I'll buy you a yeah. coffee, like because that shit, it's just. I mean, it's just soul destroying. Yeah. I mean, I, we were going out with, we were going out with thirty drops, and it was like parcels and packaging around Manchester, and then I'd have to do ten collections. You know how hard that is on a class two. Yeah, I, 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 I did it for two years. Um, so I did the year, years apprenticeship, and then I stayed on for another year, and like I yeah. couldn't when I got the job offer for, for the job I'm doing now, I I was genuinely excited because I thought this is my opportunity to get out of this line of work. Now I'm not saying that not like not everyone will enjoy it. Cause I've still got very good friends that still work for the same company and have been there for five years now. Yeah. Um, and they still seem to enjoy the job, you know, each to their own. But personally, I always found I was, you know, I had no time to do anything. Uh, I sort of felt like I was expected to work through my breaks in a sense. Obviously, I didn't. Um, and I just, you know, you, you start, we were starting at seven and I wasn't getting home till like seven, eight o'clock at night. And then I'd have a 40 minute drive home. Uh, and then I was going to bed and then I was going to work the next day. Yeah, it's just, it's no life no. for you, is it? Like, if you're doing that much, <clears throat> excuse me, if you're doing that much work and you're not actually seeing the benefit of it, like, I don't know, financially it could have been better or what, I don't know, but I just, I, I don't get it. I don't, I don't get why, I mean, I, you'll see from my stories and my Instagram, I don't rush for no, nobody. Yeah, I can, I can I see really that. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really don't. Yeah, I'm not rushing. My breaks are my yeah. breaks and everything else. I'll get round as quick as I can, but I just I, I don't understand what attract attracts people. 
attracts people to that line of work. But like you just said, it eats to their own. If you enjoy that line of work, then crack 100%, on. 100%. And I, I just, I think, you know, in, in terms of, in terms of uh, what you just said, like, you know, your breaks are your break. Don't rush for, for anybody. Uh, and this is what I always try and tell people when they, you know, sort of message me asking for it, sort of any advice and stuff. And just, um, you know, d- mm. at the end of the day, if you like the way I was working, I'm surprised I didn't have sort of more, you know, incidences, knocks here and there than I did. Um, you know, maybe you could put that down to me being a, a half decent driver. But um, at, at the same time, like my breaks, my break, my break is the only time in the day I get to relax and just chill out and take a breather from what's been happening from the morning till my break time. And then you carry yeah. on throughout the day and just casually, because at the end of the day, you can, you can only do what you can do. There's no point rushing to get more done because that's when you're going to start messing up. Things are going to start going wrong. Um, and yeah, don't rush and, and just, just uh, just crack on with it now just get on with your day and what I've, whatever i've got done in that day i'm happy with because i know that's all i could could have done yeah yeah there's just rushing causes accidents yeah. that's how that's what all it boils down to and it's just lapse of concentration or anything but if you're rushing around like a fucking lunatic and that's what you're going to be doing on them on that line of work. Then you just nah, it's just it's not for me. Yeah, I'm you're afraid. asking for trouble if you rush. Simple as that. God, I think that I think the most drops we do in a day is three. Yeah, so I'm I'm similar now. Uh, there's there's times where I have sort of four or five drops in a day, but there that will be just four or five much smaller drops. Uh, but yeah, I, I'll have about two or three runs you know, or two or three drops in a sense, um, a day, but unloading for me, uh, cause obviously I, 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 um, I've got a high ab and that's how I unload my truck. Most of the time unloading my truck can take hour, two hours, sometimes even three hours all depending on the job. Yeah. Yeah. So, how much you, <clears throat> you said you were doing scaffolding? Yeah, we deliver scaffolding. We're a hiring sales company, yeah. Right, so on the back of the trailer, I should have actually researched this, and this is poor host. This is poor from the host. <laughs> so, like, how much are you pit At the end, I really should have done my research, and I nah, do apologize. I mean. <laughs> um so are you picking up like bundles of it and then putting it onto the side of like the building site and stuff? That's exactly it. I presume that the high abs not just picking what it's not one no, bar no. or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, so that just be ridiculous. Yeah, no. So to put it into sort of um, like simple terms, you'll get like with the with the scaffolding tube, you'll get packs of either sixty one uh, or fifty. Fifty is like a flat pack, and sixty one is like a hexagon okay. pack, and you can sort of fit more on neatly in a sense on the truck and then you, you we've got like uh scaffold fittings and scaffold boards they come in packs of 100 and then the the fittings will come in sort of you bag them up in a dumpy bag and sort of that's that's how you deliver them right, right yeah. fair enough 
So is it all is it all built is it all building site work? That's all it that's all it is for the company. No, luckily. And that is what I actually enjoy about it because I personally wouldn't like to go to a building site all day every day. That wouldn't be for me. So we get a lot of a lot of different type of work. Uh it just varies really. At the end of the day, scaffolding is up everywhere for any form of yeah. well, anything to be honest. So whether it's building new houses, repairing a house, uh, repairing inside of buildings, um, et cetera, et cetera. So, uh, you know, we, we, we vary to farms, um, factories, uh, commercial buildings, sites, and even just private houses. Yeah, so you, you're doing a because you're a hire company, you're doing a, a, a variety of That's sites. It, yeah, so all we do is we hire and sale to the scaffolders who are doing the work. Yeah, I get that. And just obviously, you're not touching to you're not touching to erect it or anything like that. It's just literally just the scaffolders are there. Yeah, and then they do it all. Yeah, that's it. We literally we we go there, we go there to dump the kit. Um, we 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 get get all the kit off the truck for them. And um, and then they go about their business, and we go back to 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 deliver to more customers. Yeah. So, how many runs a day are you doing? So, like, for example, a full load for me would take me on average between an hour and a half to two hours to offload. Um, and so, if if that's the case, you'll get probably two, maybe three runs in a day if you're lucky, depending on where sort of the deliveries are. Uh, but if you're sort of talking, yeah. if if you're talking any more than an hour away, uh, with a full load, the max we're gonna get in really is about two runs. Right. Okay. So you're not going. You're not going far. I mean, where you you're based in Bristol? Where actually are you? Based? So we're 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 in um we're in Devon, uh, but we do have a Bristol. Okay. We do have a Bristol depot, uh, which only sort of recently just opened up so we've gone from in the space of uh two years of me well i've been been there nearly three years but in the space of the last two years we've gone from having one full-time driver aka me to having six full-time drivers buddy how you've expanded quicker massively mate yeah yeah surprisingly quick actually uh, there must be a high demand for scaffolding in devon and Cornwall and Bristol area. Yeah, yeah. Matt, this is the thing. I, I think a lot of people don't, um, in terms of scaffolding, I, I don't. Th I think a lot of people don't realise sort of how much scaffolding is needed because it, it's needed for sort of everything in terms of building a house to repairing it, um, which needs to be done all the time. Yeah. So. Yeah. That, well, it keeps you busy, I suppose, doesn't it? And it keeps you in a job. So that's the that's the one shining light from it i suppose yeah it? exactly yeah as long as it pays my my bills then i'm happy yeah right talk to me about the high ab because this I, i've only ever drove a class two for about three months and i've in the i've driven a class one now for 13 years so i've never actually been back in one since so i know how to drive a truck obviously yeah um so talk to me about the high ab because that's I don't have a fucking clue how to operate that high up. <laughs> well, this is the thing. Like, you, when, once you get your ticket, 
it's all brain work really so um it's you know in in today's age obviously back in the day from what i've sort of seen and and looked up it was very very difficult to to be a high ab operator because it was it was all levers on the side of the truck so you had to stay by the side of the truck whilst whilst you were swinging these well whatever you're lifting around the truck um so a nowadays it's so much easier because you literally hold a remote and you're sort of just twiddling your fingers whilst you're operating this massive crane that can lift you know they vary in sizes but um so it's it, yeah it's it's a lot 90 percent of it is brain work and uh sort of common sense and don't be stupid basically so um we we don't go for big you know massive high abs that that can lift sort of 20 ton or anything like that. And we don't go for ones that can reach out sort of, you know, two or three times past the truck. But because what basically what we, we, we aim to do is to try and obviously get the bigger, as, as big a payload as we can on the trucks, but with a half decent high ab on the back of it. Um, so yeah, it, it trying to explain it really is kind of difficult because you've got all different size high abs and different cranes that can lift different size things and uh, sort of a different reach but it's it's pretty much just a big old arm on the on your truck that can lift sort of the majority of whatever you want it to lift what is it you want to know is there sort of any questions that you want to ask about it no I was just curious. I, I, I've never, I've seen them operated yep. and, and things like that, but I, I don't. Obviously, you'll, you'll see this now because you're on. You can see my video, so I presume it's just like a claw, or is it forks that go underneath it? Or oh, how, how, yeah, I see, I see what you mean. So no, so basically, it's just this. It's it's got, it's got two arms on it, so you can bend it like your elbow, um, and yep. you can extend it. So all different size cranes have. Um, you know different different amounts of you've got cranes out there with five extensions uh, I've seen ones with seven or eight extensions mine's got three extensions so mine will reach just past the bed of the truck it'll, it'll reach it past sort of uh, probably about two two or three foot past the bed of the truck and um, right it's got a hook on it so you've got different types of cranes you've got like grabs uh, which you know you you'll see unloading sort of pallets of bricks and and stuff like that on uh, yeah yeah like Juicen's trucks have them and um, but mine is literally a hook so we we lift with lifting strops which are limited to about two tons so if you've got two two lifting strops on there you got you got you know, capacity of four ton lifting um, and you just hook it on yeah you're... and lift away. Your lad sounds like he's going absolutely mental in the background. Yeah, he is. And if I give him if I give him the attention he wants, he'll keep doing it. <laughs> All right. So just, yeah. Well, best yeah. best way just to, to ignore him then. Um, so I take it you got your you got your high up license when you got your class two. No, so I got my class two when I did the apprenticeship, and um, in when I joined this job, this higher and sales job, they put me through my high up ticket um and oh, right, cool. yeah because we have to have a crane to operate because 
if we get to a site and there's no forklift or or whatever to offload you, then you know at the end of the day that stuff's got to come off the back of the truck. So if we can unload it ourselves, then happy days. Yeah, I must admit. I mean, on the odd occasion we do bricks and we've been to the odd building site and to get that. I mean, we're in an Arctic, so you can imagine how difficult it is to find the. Because you've got to go to the right department. Oh, no, they're not for this house. They're for another company. And, oh, God, it's just a fucking ball. Like, so it'd make... I mean, we don't do them that often, so hence why we've not got, like, a high arm yeah, or um, a Moffat or anything like that because it's just not our line of work. We just use it as, like, backload work. But I, I can understand that it's just a lot easier for you to just hook up and crane it off and then it's done like you're on your way again aren't yeah. you? obviously but it takes you an hour to two hours done it but and i'm not gonna lie to you <coughs> it's a lot of fun as well um a lot of people sort right. of um i don't I, I don't want this to sound weird or anything but um in a sense of like you know when when you're doing it in public places and you see people looking at your truck thinking bloody hell he's lifting you know all that off with 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 a crane on that's mounted on the back of his lorry um yeah i think it's i, th- I think it's quite I, I i get interested about the fact that other people are getting interested in what you're doing because um, in my opinion especially yeah. when i take pictures of my truck with the high ab out it looks cool <laughs> and i don't want that to sound in a sad way but um but no. A lot of people take interest in it. I've I've had I've had deliveries where I'm delivering to sort of housing estates and you've got kids finishing school and stuff and they're walking past and they're like they're at like they're really, really fascinated about what you're doing. Um and I just think it's cool to be fair. Yeah. Well that's why I wanted you on. <clears throat> I know we've been trying to get on for a couple of weeks, but this is why I want you on because like, I'm not an idiot, don't get me wrong. I, I know how to drive a wagon and I know how things operate, but I don't know the first thing, like, how to operate that high Yeah, up. yeah. Like, I've never thought about it. It's never, like, up until me meeting people through Instagram and things like this, it's never really, like, tickled my fancy. I, like I said, I know roughly how they work, but to watch people do it, I mean, I was at a builder's merchants a couple of months back and we do it regularly and we do it with some bulk bags of like, aggregate and the faultless take it off for us. But I watched the crane driver back next to me unload it before they'd even unloaded one side. He was like, right, stuck his arm out the window. There's the ticket, signed the ticket, and he's gone. Yeah, yeah. And he's done all that himself before before they've unloaded one side of me. Yeah, so exactly. I suppose it does have its advantages. Oh, 100%, because there's been times where I've got to a delivery and they've said, yeah, there's a forklift on site to offload you, mate. And... Uh, but but he's not going to be with you for another half hour, 40 minutes. And my first response is, I'll unload it myself, buddy. It's absolutely fine. Because at the end of the day, I, I, yeah, I really get, like, I get I, I get a lot of enjoyment out of using the crane. So if, if a forklift can never unload me, I really don't have an issue with it. Yeah, like you just said, if he's coming to you and said, oh, they're going to be at least 40 minutes, you could have half that trailer not your trailer after your truck unloaded anyway in that 40 minutes exactly yeah yeah that's it that's exactly it yeah i can hear your lad going absolutely mental in the background he, i don't miss that he noise, does I'm it sorry. every <laughs> night he does it every night and if i if if we go up to him he just continues to do it <laughs> he's 
he knows yeah. exactly what he's doing. I love him to absolute pieces, and I love the fact that he, he, you know, he loves the fact that I'm a truck driver. He actually watches my videos at home with his mum whilst I'm at work. <laughs> um, nice, which is pretty cool. But um, he, yeah, I love him to absolute pieces. But he is the li- he is the smallest little shit that I have ever come across in my life. And I, do you know what I mean? I want to go up there right now and, and, and kiss his cheeks because I love him so much. But my God, does he irritate the absolute fuck out of me. <laughs> but, do you know what? Whenever I speak to parents about things like this, and you've got to let himself serve to a certain degree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the more you, the more you go up, the more he's going to think, ha, I've won it. I've, I've got you, dad. Yeah. Yeah, exactly that. Exactly that. Hey, like I said before, I've got a five-year-old daughter and she can wrap me around her little finger. She's so manipulative. It's unbelievable. Yeah, and, and he is too. The only time I try and not let him in, him be manipulative is when he's in bed. Because that's when once he's in bed and once I've said goodnight to him, he knows he needs to go to sleep. <laughs> but yeah, for some, this is dad's time. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, this is podcast time, little man. Go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go to sleep, little man. Come on. The host has got the host has got to be up at four. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, going back to the whole crane thing. In terms of like operating it, you it's it genuinely like once you've trained and got your ticket and everything, it is literally brain work. Because obviously now, after operating them for a, a little while. I don't have to look at the remote to to sort of see what I'm to know what I'm doing. Obviously, it's all, it's all in my head. I know exactly. It's all it is is you've got levers for each arm, so you've got a lever to raise the first arm, the second arm, uh, a lever to boom out and in, um, and yeah. So nine times out of ten, all I'm doing is pressing three levers up and down. Yeah, it's muscle memory, isn't it? That's what yeah. it is. Once you've got the hang of it. Yeah, and do you know what? People say to me, like non-drivers, how do you put that trailer in there? I don't know. I can't tell you. I can't describe it to you. I can't yeah. explain it to you. I just know how to do it. Yeah, that's it. You just do it. Yeah, like you say, it just becomes muscle memory. Right, now we've covered the job. YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> what made you start YouTube? Um, I've been doing like YouTube really for sort of, on and off for 10 years i've tried all sorts of different little things like i used to do reaction videos to wrestling because uh, i was a big wrestling fan when i was younger um uh, i've tried yeah. sort of gaming channels because I, I when i was little i used to game a lot um and and then i sort of started doing like personal life vlogs and then i got the uh the the i got my hgv and i tried to tried to do my life vlog still but because i was always so busy at work i sort of faded out of that um i've got back into it now since my little boy's um been born but i only sort of do life vlogs if if i'm doing something interesting interesting enough to record yeah um and i thought i've always been into video editing i've always been on i've always been into recording and just like just having fun with it really and I thought, obviously, other people do trucking vlogs. I thought I'd try it out now. 
I did it for a year. I was I was doing all right with it. You know, I got up to like 800 subscribers. And then I got pulled by the DVSA. And I can't lie to you. Oh, shit. I can't lie to you. Thank you, Lord, that they pulled me. Because I had my cameras out and they were already recording. And that got me a lot of views. <laughs> <laughs> what did they pull you for? Um, I think it was just a random check, to be fair. Because... Um, they they pulled me over and and they said we've got no mechanics on site today. We're doing taco checks and just general walk round checks. Uh, anyway, I was there for forty five minutes. They did everything. They were happy with everything. Um, and then that happened in the end of November. I uploaded that video the start of December, and that did pretty well. And then in January, I got pulled again. And luckily, I had my cameras out again. Um, nice. So two, two, twice I've been pulled by DBSA. Twice I've got it on record. Twice I've uploaded it, and twice they've done very well. I think I uploaded the second one to TikTok. That got nearly four and a half million views. And fucking hell! Yeah, yeah. So that was quite cool. And then I uploaded. The, the first DVSA video I uploaded to YouTube, that, that did about 200 and nearly 300,000 views, I think. And then I uploaded the second wow. one to YouTube, and that got nearly, it's, it's currently on about 580,000 views. So I, I, when I uploaded my first DVSA video, I, I had about 800 subscribers. I'm now at nearly 10,500. So the DVSA videos Holy really shit. boosted my channel, yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I'm just waiting. To, That's incredible. Just, just, for be, a, just for a routine check. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm just waiting to be sponsored by them now, really. And I'm. <laughs> well, third time's a charm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the third time, something will be wrong, and I won't upload it. <laughs> Oh no way! Yeah, that's all. So you don't have to. You don't have to tell me. I, and I, I, I respect that. Do you get paid off that many views, or is it just your subscribers? How does it work? Yeah. So YouTube's weird, um, and I'm still trying to wrap my head around it. I've kind of under. I'm trying to understand it. I'm watching videos to sort of educate myself on it. But so you're you will get paid based on your CPM. So to put it into sort of the most easiest way, um, your CPM is how much you get paid per view um, on a video. And for example, because I'm a trucking channel and I and my, my, um, my topic in a, in a sense is sort of vlogs and entertainment in a it, in, in a sense yeah. but so youtube in, in the nicest way they don't really care about that so my cpm rating is very low so my my sort of my earnings per view is much lower than for example someone who promotes businesses and does you know business type videos and they would probably earn two times to three times the amount per views that I would get paid for. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so 
I was lucky enough that the the first EVSA video was the one that got me over a, a thousand subscribers, and that is the reason why sort of I can get paid by YouTube now. But yeah, and sort of I don't I I wasn't able to earn any money f- sort of for the first two hundred seventy thousand views on that video. Um, but I always look at it now. That's Siri trying to speak to me. I, but I've always looked at that. That that's that's the that's the video that's sort of made me, uh, that's put me in a position that I can actually get paid in a sense. Um. So yeah, your so that video will technically always earn me money now. Um. Yeah. Just as long as it keeps getting watched, and luckily when I was when I was with the the when I got pulled for the second time, I was already getting paid. So that one did twice, nearly twice the amount of views as the first one did, which I was very happy about. Um, yeah. So in terms of obviously, I'm not going to say how much I get paid, obviously, but um, yeah, I'm, yeah, I wouldn't expect you getting, to. Yeah, I'm starting to get paid now, and yeah, it's all right. It's um, it's it's an extra little bit of pocket money. People are asking for hats and jumpers off of me. I'm. I don't know if you can see it, but I'm wearing one of my jumpers now. Um, no, I can't see. You. Oh right. Oh, that's oh, that's good. <laughs> but don't press anything because it's already cut off. On once, I don't want it going off again. To the screen, you can't even see me. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no. Uh, so yes, yeah, so it, it's you know, for example, that you know, the money I get paid will just it will just uh, it'll it'll pay for nice little treats for me and uh and it will pay for stuff like the hats and the jumpers that people want to buy off me um so yeah it's doing all right and i just i i never expected to get to 10,000 subscribers cuz like i said i've been trying to do youtube now for like 10 years since i was 14 years old and it's just weird that i've sort of had I've, i'm now sort of coming into some form of success with it if that makes sense yeah. I'm only at ten thousand subscribers, and and it's not a lot in in a lot of people's eyes. But to me, the fact that ten thousand people have pressed subscribe on my on my channel is is ridiculous. And I, I always try and show. Yeah, it's nice. I always try and try and show my appreciation to everyone in my videos and stuff. Um, yeah, but it's nice. I mean, you're not you're not touching fucking Luxie and Trucker Timmy, are you? You're not. That's it. You, but you're on your way. Well, I hope so. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what they're making, but I, I, it's going to be a lot. I don't want to know because it will make me jealous. <laughs> but yeah, well, if that if that drug att- I I don't follow it, and I'm 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 not going to sit here and say yes, I do because I don't watch any of them. Um, and the only reason I don't watch them, and this is no nothing against anybody that does it, and I I take my hat to you if you can do that. I don't know what to talk about, and. Also, I mean, my I was speaking to a lad called Joe yesterday when I was recording yesterday. Yeah, I know Chuck and Joe. My mind, Chuck and Joe. Yeah, I had him on the podcast yesterday. But what? Since I've started the podcast, my mind sort of changed. My views have slightly changed on it. Yeah. Because I was always like, oh, I don't know what to talk about. I don't know what to do. But since I've, st- I think that's why I did the podcast because I find this more more interesting to talk one-on-one with somebody like this. Like, we're just having a conversation. They're like, you would on the phone. Um, whereas me recording, and the other slight thing to that is me recording, everybody does my job. 
everybody does general knowledge. There's nothing special about my job. And I mean that with the greatest respect to all the other drivers out there. There's just nothing to my job, is there? It's just I've got a curtain cider and then that's it. Whereas yours is more specialised and people are more interested in that side of the industry. Yeah, no, I, I 100% get that. And uh, I think it, I yeah, I appreciate that a lot because um, when I was at my path, when I was at my, my old job, I was driving curtain ciders um, and I, I, I did one video when I was there and I thought, do you know what? Yeah. People don't want to see me unload 15 to 20 pallets with a pallet truck. <laughs> and that's no, and that's why no, I made nobody does. And that's why I made one video and stopped. Um, and then when I joined this company, I thought, actually, this is, this is an interesting line of work. Like you just said, um, I do all sorts of different stuff, but, um i my my main goal with the youtube channel really is um is just to show this part of the country because a lot of youtubers out there and you know don't get me wrong i like watching a lot of youtube truckers it's it's how i got into doing it myself if if uh, if that makes sense so but yeah yeah not a lot of people are representing the southwest in it in a sense so I like to be able to show I'm very proud to live in the part of the country that I do. And I, I like to show it off, you know, because down here you get very, very, very narrow countryside roads. You get very, very, very nice places and not a lot of people get to see it. So if I can do it, no. if I can show off the place I live in whilst doing something I love doing, and try and entertain someone at least um then uh, yeah it's a win-win for me and I, I i get enjoyment out of the editing side of things anyway it takes me three to four hours to edit a video but i love doing it so yeah well after the cock up i might be sending you the both of these recordings so you can edit this <laughs> together <laughs> <laughs> No, but you're right, though. The Southwest, I love the Southwest. I absolutely adore Devon and Cornwall. Yeah. I, I really do. And I'm not just saying that because you're on the podcast. I genuinely do. We holiday there every year. And I genuinely, I love Cornwall. I think it's one of the best places in the country. And I live in the countryside. So, yeah, I like coming down there. 100%. I'm not from, I'm not from Devon. I, I was originally born in Norwich. Um, and I've lived all over the place. I've lived in places like Suffolk, Great Yarmouth. Um, I've lived in I've lived in uh St Dennis in Cornwall. Uh and then nice. and then I lived and then we moved down here sort of twelve years ago and I couldn't live anywhere else. I could not do it. You know, I was saying to the missus, we're we're coming down to uh, Cornwall for the summer and I said to her if I've ever won the lottery I'd just I'd, I'd pack up and just live down there. Yeah. I, I really would. I absolutely adore Devon and Cornwall. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. Well, when you come down, depending on where you are where you're staying, we can always grab a coffee. Absolutely. Yeah, that'd be good. Absolutely. Yeah. Right, I've got some questions. Not that I've I've, I've asked you questions already, Far but away, my friend. Questions to finish. So Good and bad things about the job. Right. Uh, good things is the the it, 
every day is is an experience day so every day you experience something new uh obviously all depend on on the line of work you're in but every day you get to experience something new usually somewhere new and um the, the the best part about the job by far is one word and that's summer yes the <laughs> the worst part about the job is the other road users it's, it's as simple as that yeah they can be assholes can't they? yeah yeah massive uh assholes. um most random thing you've seen on the road uh yeah now i i saw that you asked um i saw that you asked this one before and it made me think so when i was at my old job uh i was delivering around the area i lived in and we were anyone any if anyone's listening to this and is from the devon area then there's a hill that when you come past exeter heading towards plymouth in a sense there's a hill called Holden Hill. Now it's a nasty hill and it's very bendy. So when you get to the top of the hill, I it, know I know exactly I know exactly where you mean. It bends right round. Now I was approaching that hill and the traffic was like insane. I've never like at the time I'd never got caught in sort of traffic like that before. So obviously I'm thinking, what the hell is going on here? And mm. slowly going up the hill, I think that like the whole time, I think it's like a, a two mile stretch. I was doing about five mile an hour, stop and start. And got to the top of the hill, finally found out what was going on. And this lady had hit a deer. So, <laughs> right. So obviously around these areas you've got deer running out in front of you all the time (laughs) now i'm lucky enough to never hit one but this lady was so i saw the car and the car was pretty bad from the front and the deer was laying on the road and the lady was laid down next to the deer crying whilst hugging it now (laughs) i She obviously felt bad for hitting it, but I, I sort of drove past thinking, now this ain't normal, is it? This ain't normal. <laughs> and I'm glad you asked me that question because I've been trying to remember that story <laughs> until I've come on. Only in the countryside can you hit a deer and find somebody to lie down and hug yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. It was the weirdest thing. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's fucking that's proper tickle me that was that's funny <laughs> um what's the scariest thing that's happened to you while you've been on the road I, I, in fact i'll rephrase that what's the scariest thing that's happened to you while you've been on the road or unloading if that if that helps okay yeah um nothing major really i've, I've been quite fortunate not to have anything too sort of scary happen but i'd say yeah, I'd, I I wouldn't say anything scary has happened, but I'd say the most sort of worrying thing that happened once was I was offloading on a pavement. So I had this big wide pavement and I had to unload. I had to park 
directly on the pavement, block it all off with cones and yellow and black tape and stuff, whatever I had on me, really, because I, I was craning over a wall. And I had I had a, a very dodgy lift. So the, the worst things we carry are 21-foot tube, 21-foot uh, scaffold tube. Now, obviously, I don't need to explain that. They're 21-foot long. They're very, very long things. So, and they're very yeah. heavy as well. You know, one pack weighs about a ton and a half, and I was lifting three of them. And I'd, I was lifting over the pavement, and this woman with her buggy completely ignores all of the cones that I've put out and all of the tape to corner off the area oh, and walks straight under guess. where I'm lifting. And I had the crane up, and I was lifting it over, and next thing I see is her and her buggy walking, ignoring all the, everything I've put out, walking straight under my lifting area. And I had to stop and I had to stop her. And, you know, even though I'm, I've full, you know, full faith in my crane, it's never broken on me or anything, but why would you walk under there? You know, yeah. my heart stopped because of the kid. And um, yeah, that's the thing, and it's the kid in it. You know, with the greatest respect, you're not asked by the parent. It's more the kid in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my heart stopped. I stopped the crane, and I stopped her from walking. Um, she had a go at me, but at the end of the day, I don't want to kill you in the nicest way possible. I don't want to kill you. So, <laughs> fucking of course, she had a go at you. Because what else would you expect? Exactly. Yeah. She she moaned because I was blocking the pavement, but. There was a there was a very there, there was a safe enough diversion around my truck that she could have taken of she just decided to ignore it. Oh god. So Right. Um yeah. Uh if you didn't drive a truck for a living, what would you be doing? I'd be a chef still. Yeah, you'd still be doing yeah, that. I love my cooking. Um but luckily I love driving trucks more, so Yeah. Win win. Yeah. Hey, there's your new, that, that, that could be your next YouTube channel. Just set a barbecue up on better trailer. Yeah. yeah. That just doesn't sound like a bad idea, to be fair. <laughs> you said you love summer, so why not get the barbecue out? You've got, you're a chef, so why not? Well, when you're down in the summer, if I'm if I'm in Corn, if I'm delivering Cornwall whilst you're on your holidays, then I will bring my barbecue and I'll cook you a burger. Perfect. I like that. I'll yes. take you up on that offer. <laughs> Right, I'm going to end it there. James, thank you very much. I know we got interrupted, but thank you very much for joining me. Thanks for having me, my friend. Right, I've been Dan, and this has been Behind the Wheel Podcast. Thank you.